Welcome to the Behind the Goggles podcast, where I chat to people who swim at public pools. In this episode, I talk with Diane Panjari. Diane swims at the Paran Pool each weekday morning and heads to work at the Turak Library. Diane talks about why she started swimming, and we talk about her career in libraries and the changing role of libraries in the community. Enjoy. Welcome to the Deep End Podcast. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Jane. How are you? Thanks so much for joining me here today. Pleasure. So today I'm interviewing, with a little bit of background noise from the gardeners, um, well, interviewing, chatting, <laughs> poolside, with Diane Panjari. Now, I meet Diane here a couple of mornings a week. I think you swim more often than yep, I do. Five mornings a week, yeah. Five mornings a yep. week. And um, yeah, so we've we've built up a little friendship yep. over over the years, <laughs> as you do at the pool. Hard not to. And um, you're you work locally, but you live in Fitzroy. North, so no, Thornbury. Thornbury. Yep. So why um, there's some good pools over north side. There, is. <laughs> there are. There are. There's what a really nice to pool. Paran? Well, I work for the city of Stonington, so mm. I work on this side of the city. So I have, which means I have to cross the river and get across Hoddle Street um, so the traffic is horrendous so if I can do it earlier it means my trip's easier so that's yeah. why I come across first and swim before work rather than swim and then do the trip yeah so oh, it just makes my good. life easier how long have you been swimming for um 95 I started swimming regularly right so what's that 23 years yeah <laughs> Oh, so regularly yep, swimming, yeah. Yep. And just you've never been part of a squad or anything no, like that. No, no, never, never. Just your own yep, pace. Yep, yep. I don't like being told what to do. So, <laughs> so I prefer to have twenty-five minutes where I just turn my brain. Well, not maybe turn my brain off, but get my day in order mm. in silence in the pool. You know what it's like. It's so quiet in there. It's sort of meditative almost. Yeah. So yeah, it's when I get my day sorted. So I don't want to have be interrupted and I just want to get in and go yeah yeah somebody telling you do yeah. this do that well get your flippers on yeah no no it's yeah. not for me well there are a lot of squads here and they make a lot of racket don't they <laughs> they do <laughs> they do here. they're always threatening to drag me into the squad but um yeah no I'm not it's not something I'm interested in yeah and so any other exercise that you're interested in yeah you do any triathlons or anything no like god that? no 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 triathlons I, do, I go to the gym, but that's not really, you know, exercise. That's just having a young person yell at me for 45 minutes twice a week to do so a bit of fit, get a bit fit and stuff. So, I mean, the and reason... And you pay for the privilege. And I pay for the privilege. Yeah. And the reason that's I do terrific. it is because I've got a back injury. So oh, right. I'm, I'm a librarian. And so um, most of us old librarians are all injured because there's no no real oh and back in the day. Right. I'm not going to tell you what day. I'm not going to tell you how exactly how old 
<laughs> but okay, I'm the yeah, day. So we've all in, we're all injured. So that's why I started swimming because I've injured my back. Oh, so you injured your back? Yeah. At work. So back injury at work, just from lifting books and yeah. pushing trolleys and stuff. And I think anybody that's ever moved house, yeah, sort of you underestimate yeah. the weight of books. Yeah. Try carrying a bunch of encyclopedias and anyway. So thank yeah. God for the internet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and for OHS practices where that's you know right. now we make it really. Um, a lot of easy, yeah, a lot of careful, you know, small trolleys and a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, so that's why I started swimming because I hurt my back, and it had gone on for a couple of months. And the physio I was going to at the time said to me, you know, unless you want to end up um, really incapacitated, you need to do something, and swimming is probably the best thing for it. So I thought, well, you know, what am I going to do? Maybe I should do it and learn to sp- go and have learned to swim. So I did, you know, like most Aussies, I learned to swim as a kid, but yeah. I didn't really like it so I went to adult learn to swim classes because I thought if I'm going to do this then I need to do it so I took off from them luckily the whole family swims so my sister's a swimmer my dad was a swimmer my mum still goes to swimming she's just turned 80 and she's still swimming that is brilliant yeah 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 so So a family of swimmers which is probably unusual for a bunch of Macedonian kids but when I started and I've just been doing it ever since it's just become compulsive really right yeah do you ever swim in the bay or the ocean never well I live on the other side of the city so getting to the ocean (laughs) for me getting to the bay is a trek yeah so you know no I don't and you know I always think it would look it looks lovely but I'm very nervous in the ocean I like to see a black line (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly I know it's um like when I was talking with Jenny Bucknell the other week about um, swimming in the bay, about you know, the dark yeah. water, and she said, "Oh, well, in the Mediterranean, there's no dark water." Well, that it's sounds all awesome. Just yeah, crystal yeah. clear blue oh, seas. Mm. That sounds gorgeous. Maybe you know, if we lived over there, we'd do a lot more. Yeah, bay yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so that's good. So when did you start your career working in the library? Oh God, straight out of uni, I started working in a school library just as a library officer, just as something to do because I couldn't decide what to do once I finished my degree. I thought I might do teaching, but I wasn't sure. So it took a year to kind of have a bit of a think about it. Started in a school library, it just went from there. And then I worked in a couple of different schools and um, I had a really great um, principal, really great boss who sort of encouraged me to go back to uni and get my library degree, which... As a whole, you know, it's a year full time. Right. So I did a part time over two years, and that was, yeah, a long time ago now. And then I was starting public libraries in 1992. Right. So yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> a long time, a very long time. I remember my first boss saying to me, talking to me about long service leave, and I remember thinking, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> long service leave? Who's going to be here in 10 years' time? That's and right. here I am. 26 years later. <laughs> Doubling the long yeah, service yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah. And um, so you decided to go to public libraries instead of schools? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, school libraries are fairly limited and a lot of mm. a lot of schools don't spend a lot of money on their libraries. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. They have other, you know, they have to decide what they want to spend money on and libraries often misses out. So I thought getting into a public library would give me more scope. So... Right. Um, I got a job as a children's librarian at Flemington. Oh, yeah. So that was my first job in libraries. Oh, and I was there for about eight years. So, Shoot. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It was good. It was good fun. You know, considering I don't particularly, I'm not particularly interested in children. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, it was an interesting, and I liked it. You know, it was great fun. But um, 
one morning I forgot the tune to the wheels on the bus and I thought, yeah, I've, I've done enough of this. I need to do something different. <laughs> At so. least you forgot it rather than just have it going around and around and around. True, like some sort of earworm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, so that was, that was my first job in libraries. Okay then. Yeah. And then when did you move over to Stonington? I came to Stonington in 2006, so I had a few jobs in between at different, yeah. different councils um, over the course of that next however many years, 20 years. Um, yeah, so I was, came here in 2006, so it's and, been almost um, 12 years. Wow. And like the role of libraries has kind of changed, yeah, hasn't it, since yeah. you would have started? What yeah. kind of changes yeah. do you think? So I, I guess when, I mean... I remember as a, as a children's librarian being on the reference desk mm -hmm. between 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock because that was the time when children were in the library so that was my job oh, to look right. after children yes. um, and parents would come in to do their, help them with their projects and I would have a queue of oh, really? you know, 20 people waiting to come and ask me the ne you know, waiting for the next question I'd be sitting there shitting myself because I'd think what if I don't know the answer <laughs> But I always like could find something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't have the internet back then. No. Everything you wanted to find, you had to find in a book on the shelf or mm. in a, an encyclopedia or, or my, whatever. Microfiche. Yeah, yeah microfiche, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so then when we got, of course, then the internet came and everybody thought that that was, you know, the death knell of libraries because yeah. everyone can find their own information. But in fact, you can find stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean it's good stuff. It doesn't mean it's um, got any authority or it's correct or it just means it's stuff on the internet. Yeah. So that's where we sort of headed in that direction of kind of being the filter for, for that sort of information. But more and more, as there's more stuff on the internet, it's better quality stuff. Um, our role has changed to be more about um, programming. Okay. And more about teaching people to use... Um, computers or so there was a big push for that in the sort of late 90s early 2000s when the iPads yeah came teaching out. people how to use internet and how to use a mouse how to use a screen yeah. so that was a big big part of our um, job then but now we sort of do we do a lot of programming it's a lot of lifestyle stuff okay. so like the knit, knitting classes that mm -hmm. you um, did for us at, at Malvern um, uh, you know people getting together to talk about books or kids learning how to code we do a lot of stem stuff so a lot okay. of that science technology um, stuff so it's more a learning environment yeah well? we do we will be doing it yeah absolutely and so and plus we're more of a place for people to come to study and to work so as we know more and more people are working for themselves and running their own businesses from home yes the library gives them somewhere to come to work we've got the wi-fi they can come and find a space sit down um relatively yeah. quiet yeah yeah and for the kids it's a place Although it's not not a total no zone now, no it? it's not it's not we try to have sort of quiet areas but it is we're sort of a victim of our own success because we <laughs> wanted to not be this kind of quiet um boring daggy place we want to be sort of vibrant and dynamic and we've done that but almost too well yeah so no, you know comes for chat yeah 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 and so we do sometimes get complaints that people can't find a quiet place to sit but you know you yeah. do you do the best you can with what space you've got so yeah, it's but and it's also a place for kids to come. We get a lot of kids studying. We do a study with us program um, for Swapvac mid-year oh, and end yes, of the year yes. where we have um, space for the kids to come and study, and we give them snacks and tea and coffee to kind of oh really yeah yeah, which is really lovely yeah. um, because what the kids say is that it's a place without distraction. Home's got too many distractions, yeah, true. so the library um, gives them opportunity to study and often with their friends. 
So, yeah. So and hopefully they're a bit more focused rather than just looking on social media and yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a lot of that going on, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's how it's changed. You know, people who think, who say to me, oh, you work in a library, do people still use libraries? Yeah. I just can't believe it because if you came on any given day to one of our libraries, and I know this is the same worldwide, they are bustling, thriving, busy places to be. Mm. You know, there is no sign of them abating anytime soon. Mm. So. And even just a place for people to feel like they're connected to the community. If you live by yourself yeah. or you're yeah, maybe yeah. or new to the area, yeah, you yeah. can feel you might find an interest of a group that's happening. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And look, more and more people are living alone. That's mm. a given. We all know that. So for some people, the, the library is their only opportunity for, to connect with someone for maybe the whole week. You know, their trip to the library to come and get their books or to come and read the paper or to chat to somebody they know yeah. um, is their only time they interact with somebody for a whole week. And they create, you know, people create friendships and they start little groups and it's really nice to see. That, and that's really important for us, that social Warm connect. in winter, cool in summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends which, which one you go into. But yeah, yes, that's like the, yeah, no, so they really are a good cultural... Yeah sort of sentient these days aren't yeah, they? Yeah I think so I think so I don't think libraries ever went out of fashion but then I'm biased. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know well we're look in my family we've got things to do with libraries but also you know we just love books and yeah. interested in yeah. learning and I think people are generally still interested in learning and that's absolutely. what they do you provide the opportunity for people yeah. to either learn for themselves or to teach them. Yeah absolutely and you know and we're so interested in things being sustainable and um, these days and what's more sustainable than one book many people using the same book instead of everybody buying their own individual copy um, yeah. there's nothing more sustainable than a library and now with um, digital copies of things you know there's even more opportunity for people to, to read so and there's also access to movies and documentaries yeah, yeah. and things yeah yeah, yeah. so there? we have yeah. we pay subscriptions to to um, to companies that give us movies and documentaries music so mm. you know you can download music and we pay the sub the the, oh, the yes. library customer gets it for free yeah so yeah it's awesome the man you know there's so much stuff you can access it's not just about books and reading it's about lots of other things yeah well, that's our tax dollars hard at work yeah, yeah you bet <laughs> very good but it's so great because it's not restricted to anybody no that's everybody right. whether how old you are how young you are whether you're able-bodied yep. whether you're yep a family member or not yeah it's perfect yeah absolutely it is and we don't we don't make decisions you know based on how you look or what you're mm. wearing or how much money you've got you can use the library you know that's just it's open to everyone so yeah. it's one of the last free places in the world really I suppose yeah it's good <laughs> and I also look at because I've been involved a little bit with the Malvern Library there's a great range of staff that you have yeah. there as well yeah, yeah. so yeah. you've got you know, young girls there, and then guys yeah, who are yeah. you know in their 40s. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I, my my feeling is that the staff should reflect the community. Mm. We should look like the people that want to use our service. And you know, once upon a time, people would think of librarians as these very quiet, sort of mousy, you know, hidden behind a desk in a cardi. Although I am wearing a cardi today, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you need you know, glasses. Yeah, well, I've got those as well, but um. <laughs> But, um, you know, the thing is we, we recruit now for a different kind of person. You know, we want people that are willing to, you know, do programs and are outgoing and have got community interest. And, you know, there's a, it's a whole different way of, of um, 
staffing. Staffing, yeah, mm. it really is. It's very different to when I first started. I think when I first started, I was pretty unusual because you know I was um, you know Doc Martin wearing nose ring, chain smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kid in their tw- in their mid twenties, you goth, know, a child, a goth child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was unusual. But now that's you know our staff now looks like a you know it's just part of the community, and that's yeah. really important. I think. Yeah, you don't have a uniform. God no. no. I always say over my cold dead hard body. <laughs> <laughs> for a uniform, I work Lovely somewhere. Uniform. Well, I work somewhere where we used to wear one, and I used to say every oh, time really? I wear this, a piece of me dies. <laughs> so I would never do that. I think that's about people's individual mm. individuality, and I would never want to stifle that. So, do you think, um, like, the youth are looking towards librarianship as a career? Look, it's really interesting because I think it's broader than just being librarians. It's much more about being an information professional. Yeah. So there's you could do a IT library degree, yeah. but you can be doing a whole bunch of other stuff around information. Like one of my staff has just got um, t- gone over to um, the records information unit at council. She's doing a library degree, oh, yeah. but it's records management, so she's gone over there. So what's interesting is we often get a lot of young people coming and working. Young people, I sound so old. Um, we get people come, younger people coming and um, working, doing a, ca- a casual job while they're at uni with no real interest. Yeah. You know, just they like libraries, but no real interest. Once they've worked with us, they a lot of them will go on to do their higher degree and do their um, grad dip in librarianship and become librarians. So you know, my time at Stonington, we've probably had at least six to ten kids that have come through and done that and then moved on to other libraries. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's really good. I mean, that's a testament to. Yeah. I mean, hopefully our workplace. And a career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's a great... Because often people are... They have the totally wrong idea about what the job involves and whether they'll enjoy it or not. Yeah, yeah. And surprise. Yeah, yeah. It's actually good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People always say to me, so, oh, do you shush people? Do you shush people a lot? Or, oh, you must like to read. And I say to them, (laughs) I wish I I could... I wish that's what I was doing all day, but I belong to the, you know, one page a night club for the busy professional yeah exactly for the book hits me in the head so yeah so um there are some real stereotypes about what librarians are or what they're about and it's it's once people work in a library or use a library regularly they realize that it's completely different yeah Yeah. well we're certainly glad that you're here at thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you running the stonington libraries i think it's really thank you having you know i've been through them from when my daughter was little as yep. a child up at, at Turak Library. Yeah. And um, less so as she gets older. But then I started using it yep. for various things. And even when I was studying, going yep. there, yep. it's been really fantastic. Yeah, well, it is really a life, st- a life cycle thing, libraries. Yeah, you know, you have kids, you bring them to the library, they come as kids and they, they're sort of students, they use it a bit. Then they go off to have their working lives and we kind of lose them a bit. Then they mm. have their own kids and they come back again. And then as you get older and you're more time rich but money poor you're finding things to do that don't cost you a lot of money so the library um, can provide that so it is very much a life cycle service and it's for every like from zero to 100 or 101 is one of our customers really yeah oh wow (laughs) yeah that's pretty good yeah it's awesome and they they can still see well um, yeah, she. I think she's reading large print, mm-hmm. but still coming. And I think, and for her, it's the coming in and having yeah, the social aspect brilliant. of yeah. chatting to the staff, who she's known for 
as yeah. long as they've been there. Yeah, because we do have some very long-term staff. That's the other thing. We do have people who stick around for a really long time and who become part of their community. So mm. they're really important to oh, the people that come great. in. Yeah. That's excellent. Oh, well, so you don't have any plans to quit swimming soon then, I no. guess. No. That's good. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm glad to have met you here at Thanks, the pool. Thanks, Jane. And, Me too. Um, in, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Enjoy the sun. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Thank guys. you. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, more background info and previous episodes are available on my website. Go to www.thedeependpodcast.com.au.